Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back to Apocalypse Movies and the Marvel Rewind here on Apocalypse Movies. Uh, we are here, uh, as we are every Friday, for our Marvel uh, discussion show. And today we are talking about episode five uh, on a very special episode <laughs> of WandaVision. It, the titles, they just trick me. It's not like uh, Mando where it's like the so-and-so. The yeah, so-and-so. simple. <laughs> like a full-on title that I got to make sure I remember in... So I have it in the background there, uh, make it sure I got it. But yeah, uh, welcome everybody watching uh, live or if you're watching the replay. Uh, I'm Jake Lynn, your host here on Rewind. And today I'm joined by uh, two of my fellow cohorts here. Uh, the four should be popping in, hopefully, um, to talk some WandaVision. But first up, we got Mr. Jacob Bartley. What's up, man? Not much, man. I watched this episode twice, wanted to take it in as much as possible. And just like last week, I'm so excited to talk about it. Yeah, we, we have a lot of things to talk about, that's for sure. Um, Mr. Gio Ramos, what's up, dude? What's going on, you guys? Uh, these episodes keep getting better and better. It's just, uh, it's it's crazy. I'm ready to talk about it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we, we obviously have a lot to talk about. Um, there's a lot that happened in this episode, for sure. A lot of revelations, a lot of reveals, but also a lot of questions that are, uh, more, actually more questions that are being thrown at us more so than ever. Um, as we usually do, let's, let's start with, uh, some typical discussions, a quick, quick recap of what you guys thought. Um, just a few sentences. Don't spoil anything. Don't say anything too much. Uh, we'll get into some big spoiler talk here in just a sec. Um, and for all, all of you who watch, hopefully you've seen the episode because we're going to get into it. Uh, Gio, I'll go right back to you, man. Uh, uh, let us know, uh, what are you, what are you thinking of uh, episode five? Where does it rank so far for you? Uh, for me, I think it might be the best one. Um, we finally got the story moving. That's that's what I'm most happy about. The last one was kind of a recap of the third, the first three episodes, you know, from outside the bubble. And before that, not much really happened. You know, I mean, the Wanda and Vision are living their lives, but there's so much mystery and so little answers. And this one, I feel like we got answers, but then we also got more questions. But as far as like, you know, story progression, I felt like this one was definitely the best one. Um, hey, I'm just going to say right off the top, the multiverse has started. That's it. This is uh, the start of the multiverse. And well, I'm sure we'll get into all that. Um, and it's nice to see more of uh, the uh, tension building between Wanda and Vision. Um, you know, Vision, again, just, you know, not brushing these things off easily. You know, these weird occurrences and, you know, strange out of, you know, just out of the blue stuff happening. And it just it. it like like the audience, he has a lot more questions, and he's really pressing Wanda. So I'm really interested to see uh, where that goes in the next couple episodes. Uh, but, yeah, I really enjoy this one. This one I kind of wish I stayed up. Well, I did stay up, but I didn't watch it at midnight. I kind of wish I did. But, uh, yeah, this was a good one for sure. Wait, you were up at midnight and you didn't watch WandaVision? No, I told you last week. I'm done watching these at midnight and going to bed upset. You know, I just, I, but I, there's, there's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start muting you here more often. Um, Jacob, <laughs> what about you, man? Uh, uh, just quick recap of your, uh, your thoughts on episode five. Um, I loved it yet again. Last week, absolutely loved it. This one, absolutely loved it. I. I mean, we all, all of us are, we're all watching this show for a reason here on this podcast for a reason, but I'm just, I love the MCU so much, like so, so much. And I, this brings back that excitement of like, you know, remember when the first Avengers came out and then after that we had like a flood of all this stuff, like 
Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was starting and everybody was so excited about the MCU. I feel that again, like anything's mm-hmm. possible. And that they're setting that up with this show. And to me, it's like, I don't think the first three episodes could exist without these two and vice versa. Like, I think they, the first three make these two better and these last two make the first three better because if you didn't have the slow buildup, these wouldn't be as impactful and these wouldn't and vice versa. So I, they keep getting better and better, just like Gio said. And it's because they're opening up, they're giving us more answers. They're introducing new elements and I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's obviously a lot to talk about. Um, you know, I, I, I agree with what Gio said. I think that so far, and I've only seen it about, it's funny. I have, probably about 15 minutes left on my second watch. I've seen it once. I wanted to watch a second time. I only got about a little over halfway through it, but thank goodness think, it was 40 minutes this time. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do think that it is, it is my favorite so far. Um, they, they've all, and like you said, Jacob, they all connect so heavily that it's hard to say that they're like, one is my favorite because one is my favorite, not without the other. It's, it's yeah. kind of like a weird scenario. Um, but I, I just I love what they're doing so much with it. They're they're taking a lot of risks and chances with the storytelling that they're doing. Um, there's not a lot of people with this big of an IP that would t- make this kind of thing. Um, and so I, I give them kudos strictly for that. But the way that they're doing it and how successful it is, um, it's it's really just like you're watching it and you're you're like, okay, WTF, 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 <laughs> like the entire time watching it. You get an answer, but then it's followed with a question. Um, and that that's very exciting because it's always keeping you guessing. And I will say this. I have, I think I may have flipped my thoughts on a lot of things I've been saying over the last few weeks because of this episode. Um, and we're going to get into that. So uh, I can't wait to talk about it. I'm super excited. Um, let's, let's, uh, Let's talk about the opening and, and kind of what happened there. So the way the episode started is it didn't start with credits like it typically did. It started with a little cold open and we get them inside the house. It's full ladies now, uh, you know, full house vibes, family matters, a whole bunch of other stuff um, happening in this episode. Uh, but we see Wanda and Vision with the kids. They got the babies um, and they can't put them to sleep. Right. They, they can't figure out how to how to make them uh you know, for lack of a better term, be quiet in the sense of a, a kid. Um, they're crying. They're being loud. They're being obnoxious. And um, then Agnes walks in at one point and uh, stuff kind of starts happening a little bit. There's some breaking of stuff happening, if you will. Um, let's just talk about this for a second, because this is kind of a big deal, right? Vision becomes a little bit more relevant. Agnes kind of acts like an actress at one point, <laughs> if you will. Um Gio, I'll shoot it back to you first, man. What did you think of this cold open happen? Any thoughts? Well, for me, the the big standout is Agnes. Obviously, you know, um, that line that she says, which I know you guys didn't watch the sneak peek, but that was in there where she's like, oh, uh, should we start this over, take it from the top? It's like, okay. Interesting. You, okay. You clearly have a, a hand in this, and there's more. Uh, there's more to that later on in this episode, but it's it's becoming more and more clear that she is playing a role in this. I think back to maybe it was the previous, the two episodes ago when she was talking with the neighbor, I can't remember his name, but he's, that was, that was last, that was episode three. Yeah. And he's like, we're here because, and then she turns around, looks at him and is like, no, like don't, you know? 
And so for me, that that was a standout. And I think what we're going to talk about, I, I don't know, maybe we're talking about now, but next, I mean, the kid's growing up so fast. No, that's part of this. Yeah. The what, Oh, what okay. You, I thought you were cutting it off. She, right there. she called it, what'd she call it? She called it the, uh, the aging up. I think that's what she said, right? She, she calls it aging up. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't age up or something. Don't like age that. up. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, no, totally. And then again, Agnes goes totally over her, over her head or does it? It, I mean, there's, there's no nah, she knows what's going on. There, there's no way it goes overhead because it happened multiple times throughout the episode, right? It happened later in the kitchen when Wanda used her powers. Um, and and she just kind of like went about it like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, it, it like nothing had happened. I'm it's interesting. Like, I, I love everything that kind of happened in this. Like the stuff with Vision is very interesting. He's becoming a lot more conscious of everything that's happening. He's starting to notice more things. Um, like think like fragments are slowly starting to come back to him. Uh, ever since the initial break he had, it's almost like once you break, you start to break more and more as it happens and stuff starts coming flooding back to you a little bit more. Um, but the Agnes stuff is obviously very interesting because to me, and this is kind of like an overarching thing for the whole episode, but in this scene specifically, I I'm kind of getting the feeling that even though last episode was hinging on the fact that like, Wanda, this is Wanda. Like Wanda is controlling everything, right? I'm I'm kind of starting to believe in the fact that she has some kind of hex over Wanda. Um, or they made a deal and it's not being said yet. Like there's some kind of deal that's happening. Um God, but I'm, really, I'm really starting to believe in the fact that <laughs> this isn't Wanda anymore. Wanda's doing it, but someone is essentially telling her to do it. And I feel like it's Agnes and possibly her, her husband, Ralph, a.k.a. Mephisto, if that is what's happening. Um, but I also there's also another character that might pop in at some point because of this episode, too. But the Agnes stuff is very interesting, and it got off right from the get-go, Jacob. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a ton of things that changed for me with this episode. And, I, I mean, we see it in episode one. I think Agnes is has an agenda she wants to i think i don't think wanda's in charge completely i think she's imagine like she, i think she's been given this world like imagine somebody put her in her own sandbox and you could do whatever you want in this sandbox you can control this and but she doesn't even know why she's there she even says it herself she says i don't even remember like how this started but she started realizing what was going on she's like I'm good with this. Like I have vision back. I have kids now and she's happy with it. So I, and because everything that Agnes does, it ties back to the kids. She walks in for episode one. You don't have any kids yet or whatever. And it's kind of an, and then she shows up once the kids are crying in the living room. And then she, she's there when they age up the first time. And then she's involved with the puppy. And it just seems like, Somebody else is in control. Agnes is there to like kind of keep her eye on things and make sure everything goes to plan. And Wanda's being manipulated, but she's cool with this world because she gets vision back. And there's other things, elements too, about what we see her do um, with vision's body and stuff in that scene. So there's so much to go into it, but yeah, I, I really, I thought that was hilarious. I love when the, kids age up and they cut to Agnes and she's sitting on the counter. She's like, kids, you can't control them or whatever she says. And the music, 
the music yeah. is on point in this episode with the the whole 80s sitcom vibe it's so like it doesn't fit but it because like it's supposed to be like scary like when that guy breaks when vision breaks that guy out of the norm yeah norm. out of his uh mind control or whatever and then after they do that scene where he's all please help me then they play the sitcom music and it's like it's so contradicting I, I love it any other thoughts on this before we move on to the monica rambo stuff that happened uh well yeah again look vision is asking her questions right before the kids grow up you know he's asking her like what is all of this you know well, and that uh, was creepy when when agnes was like you want me to run it back again that was like the whole, the whole mood changed like vibe. the yeah. music stopped mm -hmm. and then it just got like this very like ominous feeling of something like a suspense like it almost felt like suspenseful yeah and she in the moment it almost looked like agnes was kind of scared of like do, do you want me to do it like do you want me yeah. to do it back but it might have been like her playing it off because we know that she's obviously involved in some other facet. Um, but yes, it, it was definitely a very and it's it was like that moment in episode one where uh, where Wanda ran everything back, rewinded everything. Mm -hmm. It's like that heart stopping moment where you don't know what's going on. Yeah, and it was like the choking moment at the dinner table. Exactly, and exactly. I love the way Elizabeth. Uh, Olsen, I almost said Elizabeth Banks, Elizabeth Olsen, Olsen plays that where she's like, what? Nothing's wrong, Vision. Like, what are you talking about? I didn't see that. And, well, she can't and, rewind it anymore. That, yeah. That, that whole thing is up. That That's a, like a one-trick, you know, pony. She can't do that anymore because Vision is onto it. Even if even if he she does rewind it, I think Vision's still going to be like, wait a minute, what? Like, what just happened? So, hmm. Yeah. All right, well, after the opening scene inside the house, uh, we get to the stuff with Monica Rambeau where she wakes up in a bed. Um, she's basically at the S.W.O.R.D. headquarters after she had been um, absolutely just knocked out of uh, out of the dome in the last episode. Um, they're running some tests on her. Can't really get tests on her. And then she then they have to go to a meeting. And we hear from the S.W.O.R.D. director all this information. They kind of run over Wanda's history. Um, funny thing in this note, though, did you guys ever notice that they've never called her Scarlet Witch? Yeah, never. And she doesn't actually have a nickname. That's leading me to believe that she's going to get it in this episode. Thoughts? Or the well, scene? Yeah, scene. yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think once whatever happens at the end, she's going to be known as the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I think she's going to get it from this episode for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah I, I like that. I it's, it's not just some fancy name that somebody came up with. Like, I, I, I got a feeling that this one will have a lot of weight to it. So. Yeah, I'm with you guys. And she, her powers are like that reddish color, and her suit that she normally wears during battle and stuff is kind of dark red. So this, it's not like totally random, you know? Yeah, and, and she's obviously her powers are very witchy, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. so, um, and then after this, uh, we we kind of get to a meeting between, um, if I'm not mistaken, between the three of them, right? Uh, Monica, uh, Wu, and Darcy. Is that next, or am I missing something? Yeah, well. Right, right? Monica wakes up or she's there on the table. They were reading her, you know, scanning her or whatever, and they didn't find anything, which was interesting. And oh, uh, interesting thing here. Monica was kind of defending Wanda. Um, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that scene. Yeah. Which is kind of a big deal. Well, even Wu was like not saying anything bad about her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, Wu, he kept getting talked over and, you know, just like uh, I'm trying to tell you guys, but you're telling it in a totally different way. It's just that that guy really annoyed me this whole episode, the, the director guy, because I, I feel like we're past that now. We're, we're past all this, 
trying to make them the real bad guys and zero possibility that anything could be going on. It's just uh, th this this universe is way past all that, in my opinion. But so after after they kind of meet uh, this big meeting of sword, we get back to the kitchen scene inside the actual one division show. Uh, where Agnes shows up with a dog, the dog appears, right? The kids age themselves up again. Um, and this is where Wanda uses her powers in front of everybody. And she's like, oh, it's not like she noticed it the last time. And she's kind of being a little bit more loose with this rule they've had for through the first couple episodes. Um, could this be it? Could this be hinting towards anything? Yeah, she's losing it more and more. <laughs> <laughs> she's getting reckless, man. And that's the last thing you want to do, especially, man, I feel bad for Vision. Yeah, she's she's losing it, man. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, she's it's kind of scary <laughs> for everybody else in the show. Uh, what do you guys think about uh, the kids aging themselves up for the dog and how everything's kind of playing out with that as well? That yeah, how are the kids crazy. able to do that? Well, I, no idea. Again, I mean, more, more questions. Is that the I problem? think it's... The brother who has Wanda similar powers to Wanda doing. Yeah, so so Wiccan, um, so Wiccan, which is oh god, I don't, I'm gonna, I think yeah. it's, I think it's Billy, I think it's Billy. I might be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. In the someone's chat, gonna correct us. I know someone. <laughs> um, but anyway, Wiccan is the one who is essentially Scarlet Witch reborn, and then Speed is essentially Quicksilver reborn. Um, their powers differ a little bit. They have um some pluses and some minuses compared to what their parents have uh, um, or from what Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver have. Uh, but Wiccan, we've seen it in a couple episodes so far, mainly episode three when Wanda was pregnant. All those things were happening. Yes. And people have been theorizing mm -hmm. that Wiccan was actually doing it from the womb. Like the the bird, the crane or whatever. Exactly, and, and, and everything kind of happening inside the house as well. That's why uh, Wanda couldn't control it. Exactly, yeah. and, and even maybe when uh, at the beginning of this episode where she couldn't put them to sleep, Wiccan could have been controlling that as well. Um, and, and then so, they were laughing at her like, haha, you can't put us to sleep. Exactly. So <laughs> it's, it's time will tell on, on if that is the case. Um, but it seems like the arrival of the kids are a hundred percent playing with, yeah, thank you, Chuck. Billy is Wiccan. I got it right. Um, are playing with Wanda's powers. Like they're kind of interfering with, with what she's trying to do which might be a big part because it seems like going forward, the kids are almost going to be the central part of the show. Yeah, I, I think so. And it makes sense because everything that's led up to it, you know, they, they keep mentioning children and I never realized there are no kids in, in right. Westview. Neither did I. Is, I'm wondering why, like did Wanda, when she took over the town, did she, send them all out i mean we'll find out they they'll, they'll have to reference that again well and that's that's what leads me to believe that that they're that she's not the one controlling it exactly yeah i mean yeah someone else created this for seems, her i think if and this is obviously like following what happens in the past uh in comic book history but agnes aka agatha harkness if that is in fact her um her and mephisto they want the children as essentially bodies to use to take over mm -hmm. and because of their their abilities um and if that is the case they're not going to create other children they're just going to create them yeah like, that makes sense and i think i think they want them to age as quickly as possible i think whoever's manipulating this along with agnes 
for some reason they want the kids fully grown so they'll be at, maybe at the height of their power possibly so is it wiccan aging them up or is it i, th- I think so that's with, my theory yeah. so so far it it kind of seems that way they do it at will and you see they look at each other and smile and then it just happens right so and i think because it wouldn't make sense for both of them to be able to do it or speed to be able to do it so i think wiccan would because wanda could possibly do something like that so i think wiccan could do it too yeah yeah for sure for sure. Um, okay, one thing we did skip over, and this is a big one that I forgot that happened during that big meeting, um, but the video of Wanda taking Vision's body. Yes. That's that's something I, I missed. Um, I thought it happened later in the episode during their meeting, but it actually happened during the entire S.W.O.R.D. meeting. Um, let's talk about this for a little bit because this is a big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. Last week, actually, it was it's funny. Um, Paul Bettany had said that there was supposed to be uh, a little end credit scene for Endgame that was going to lead directly into this that had to do with Vision's body. This very well could have been the scene remade for this show um, that was placed in here for this specific reason. Uh, do you guys think that she took the body willingly or was she forced or was she possibly protecting the body? I think she went in there. I think she found out that they were experimenting on him and she's like, oh, hell no. And then she goes and gets his body. I don't know if she intended on doing the, like creating this town and bringing him back to life, whatever's going on with him. But I think she just, cause they said in that he didn't want to be experimented on after he was dead or brought brought back back to life or brought back to life at all. He didn't want to be used as a weapon. Yep. So they were clearly trying to weaponize his body and trying trying to to weaponize him. So I think she found out and was like, hell no. And she went in and, took his body maybe that was the turn like finding out that like because she went straight into the end game battle right and then after that after tony's funeral she probably found out that where vision was and what was going on see i i think that it's being portrayed like she stole the body mm. um because it's it we're, we're looking at it from swords swords perspective right um in the shot you see people with lab coats and they're clearly mm. experimenting on pieces of vision possibly trying to weaponize them again. We we know that in the MCU, they renamed sword and the W means weapons. Um, it means weapons. It doesn't mean the, uh, and I forget what the other word is in the comics, but it means weapons. They're trying to weaponize vision. And I think that uh, she was trying to protect him and be like, no, this isn't what he wants and took the body. And then all the stuff with Agatha happens. Um and and they use vision against her almost if you will uh or whatever's happening currently but i do think that that video will come back at some point and it's going to be from wanda's perspective and it's not going to be her ah. stealing the body but it's going to be actually her protecting the body that's no, I yeah think, i can see that i think you both are right you know and honestly we all we're doing is speculating you know we don't know like what were they doing with vision's body or was wanda under some kind of spell or something you know mind control where she went to go and get the body um but i i seem to remember in a previous uh marvel rewind that we did somebody said and i don't know if it was you jake or somebody in the chat said that vision's corpse could just be there and you know it could just be wanda you know, or using. I, I think that's what's happening. 
yeah, I think, that's that's crazy. Crazy. I, I think I literally think and it we saw it last episode. Uh, uh that that shot of the corpse vision, I think that's actually what's real, but it's being masked for what Wa Wanda wants to see. Or what someone is showing Wanda to make her continue her thing with the whole dome and yeah, West I mean, it whatever. could be on in Westview, he's like back to put back together and back to life, but in reality, he's not. Because yeah. like we've seen objects change going in and out, so I think it's that's possible. I can't wait to see Dead Corpse Vision again, though. I hope we see him. I thought it was horrifying, but I thought it was such a cool idea. Yeah, I mean that that hole in his head, man, is scary, brutal. Right? Brutal. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So after this, uh, after this sequence of the video footage of uh, Vision, we go to the meeting between uh, Wu, Darcy, and Monica. Uh, just the three of them. And uh, Monica is trying to get back into the dome. She wants to figure out a way to get back into the dome. They're theorizing. They're talking about it. We get a quick mention of Captain Marvel. And it's quickly mm -hmm. changed the subject by Monica, which is very interesting. Quick thoughts real quick on what that meant. Was she just trying to change the subject because she doesn't want them to know that she knows her? Or does she have bad blood with, with Captain Marvel? Hmm. Uh, I think it's possible she never came back since the 90s. And like, and she's mad about that. Possible, I don't know. I don't know. Isn't isn't Captain Marvel the reason why the mom got cancer? What do you mean the reason? You know, with all the powers and aliens. I so. You know, I, I mean, I, I mean, hey, it could be possible that I, we don't it, know that yet. That's that, very possible. That we did don't you, know that yet. Did you yeah. guys see the theory running around that? Um, that uh, Carol Dan Carol Danvers because uh, the reason she has short hair in Endgame is because she shaved her head f with with uh, Rambo yeah. and it's now just growing back. Yeah, that was that's uh that's possible. Oh wow! How how dope would that be if she shaved her head for her best friend while she was battling cancer and that's why her hair is short? That would be great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's a real one for that. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I'm confused. How do they know? Because there was a little fun debate, I guess you would. I mean, it wasn't really a debate. Like, it was just a response. Um, somebody said Scarlet Witch uh, could have uh, killed Thanos if he didn't order the Blitz. Yeah. And Wu said or Captain Marvel uh, was could have done it. And it's like, what were these people like? just sitting on the sidelines watching this whole battle or something? Like, how do they know all this stuff? Oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's like... On it, like as as bad as it sounds, I'm sure there was press for the Avengers. Well, I think think of it this way: like after game, after game, like press conferences, you know, the, these all these superheroes are basically like celebrities in their <laughs> world, right? Like everybody knows who they are. Imagine there was a war and there was all this huge battle. Like I think people would it would be in the history books. Like everybody would know as much information as possible. Interviews, Twitter, and quote, if all you that think stuff, about right? it. You think uh, Pepper's suit isn't recording the whole thing? Like, there's definitely footage of yeah. Iron Spider, Iron, Iron Patriot. I mean, there's there's footage yeah. The, so I think like literally the Iron Man armor and you know War Machine armor, they just record everything like surveillance in a way. So I think, or people telling stories like maybe <laughs> other soldiers. Like there was a hey, there was a CNN reporter on the sidelines. Yeah, Wolf Blitzer was there. I want to mention this before I forget the opening. The theme song and opening was amazing. 
when the vision part where they show vision young cracks me up so much <laughs> baby like, vision it is so funny when they and show the, fact the baby that it's not real we know it's yeah. not real but it's so great yes loved that loved that um oh here you go here's a couple comments i want to throw up uh, i think jacob was right monica is mad that she feels abandoned by captain marvel that possibly yeah interesting yeah oh i mean you only have the whole avengers and everyone on earth you know uh, but she has a special of- connection to her remember when they high five and the and captain marvel i can't i can't wait to see that that reunion though between the two of them because she she's confirmed to be in captain marvel 2 um so it's going to well, be very interesting. This is a theory. I mean, everybody keeps, or a lot of people are speculating that she got her powers through Wanda somehow. Do you guys think that's true? I think Based she might have. I think she might have gotten him when she threw through the head. When she flew through the yeah. hex. I love. Yeah. I also love they're calling it the hex now. I think it's great. Yeah, I think it's that's great. great. It's so much easier to call it in the dome. That's the hex. Yeah, I mean, and she did say like maybe Wanda was wanted to throw her out to teach her a lesson, like stay out, but didn't want to kill her. So she like purposefully protected her Mm -hmm, mm because she probably like any just regular human probably would have died. Yeah. And maybe just the mixture of going through the wall and having Wanda's little powers mixed with her, something happened. Uh, This is a total side note, but I need to see this happen in some kind of form. I need a a recap of Luis's end game events. (sighs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I need Michael Pena to recap the events of any. Hey, Chuck's last comment is actually possible to be honest. Because why was she so like, "No, we're done here. Don't further investigate me." You know, that's that's actually possible too. Oh, be- the readings. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chuck, you might have just broke the barrier, man. Ooh, that'll yeah. be interesting. That'll be interesting. Um. Okay. So next thing that happens after their little meeting. Uh, we see the clothes and the bulletproof clothes, uh, which is a very interesting part of how all this works now. Um, it officially is confirmed that when Monica stepped foot inside uh, the hex last episode, she was wearing her sword armor or uniform, right? Bulletproof vest. She had the uh, sword logo. She had her badge, everything. Um, when she goes into her 1970s clothes and it's hanging on the, uh, I'll just say hanging on a hook when she came out of the hex, um, she shoots a gun. It's bulletproof. She said it was like 87% uh, Kevlar, which is big deal. And it has been confirmed that the pendant she was wearing was her badge that she had on when she went inside the hex. Very interesting stuff. Um, that is also playing into the fact that what else could happen to all these other characters inside this dome, um, inside the hex? What were they wearing? How does it affect them? Uh, what hap- And we saw what happens with, uh, with Wanda as well. When she stepped out, she was wearing her uniform. Um, she was wearing her uniform from Endgame, uh, and it's been said that this takes place directly after Endgame. Um, so, very, very cool aspect of how this thing works. Yeah, I I think Wanda could just, like, change her clothes at any time, though, like, even outside of this bubble. But, yeah, that makes sense. She probably went straight from there to do this. Or maybe that's just her battle outfit, you know, like her, what she wears when she goes out on the field. But... That, I mean, that was. Are we talking about when Wanda comes out of the? Uh, are we there yet? I don't know if we're there yet. Oh, okay. Well, what, what, do we, what do we think oh, about we're talking about the, the, the Kevlar? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah, cool. yeah. I just think everything that goes in repurposes to something else, like to fit the era that they're in. And I guess if you have that too, you know, 
that too. Yeah, I loved that. Uh, that if you have like bulletproof material, then it's going to transform into whatever else she's wearing, you know? So is that what we're getting at here? Like it's so when she goes in, her clothes become something else. Like, so what what happened to Monica was that uh, her clothes, she's still wearing the same clothes, but it's masked with something of whatever the time era is uh, that they're in, currently in. And then when she's when they're brought back out, it stays the same, but it's her clothes in disguise. Because hmm. the, the 1970s clothes that she was wearing, it was all Kevlar. The entire thing was Kevlar. This makes me think of a moment in the sneak peek, which I can't talk to you guys about because you guys oh, haven't seen it. Um, but for those of you who had, never mind. I, I can't. I can't. Let's move on. All right. All right. So next thing that <laughs> happened is uh, the scene at Vision's office, which is a big deal. Um, and the email that comes through at the computer station that they are working at with Norm. Um, obviously, Vision has had moments uh, up to this point of, of uh, you know, realization, kind of what's happening. And then they get this email from Darcy and Monica talking about Sword, what's happening. Um, you know, Monica and Darcy figure out that they can send something through. And then Vision snaps Norm out and he starts like freaking out, saying, you know, she she's she's dangerous. I'm in so much pain, et cetera, et cetera. Um, key thing there, she never actually he never actually said Wanda. He said mm -hmm. she he said she, which leaves open the possibility that he could be talking about Agnes and not Wanda. I I think that's true. I do. What about you, Gio? That's just smart writing right there. Why am I watching sneak peeks? Because this thing is moving too fast. <laughs> okay. um, it's two, 2021 now. Sorry. I, I mean, it makes sense because Wanda says, I'm not making everybody go to their dentist appointments and do all these actions. Maybe that is Agnes controlling all those people. Um, so, yeah. And that was creepy, man. And I'm wondering why does Vision, why is Vision able to do that? Like, that's interesting. I mean, he did the whole thing with Ultron in Age of Ultron where he pressed his head. Yeah. And I mean, this could be some kind of similar, maybe. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe remember when uh, Monica uh, touches Wanda and then she kind of breaks from it yeah. for a little bit. She's like, yeah. he was killed by Ultron, wasn't he? And maybe Vision is an extension of Wanda because she's, you know, having him be alive. And he, because of that, he's able to do it. I don't know. Because it's a live being, you know, it's not a robot. That was just interesting to me, but that was super creepy when he went in and out of character and pretty sad to be honest. Cause that means all these people are being manipulated, which is crazy. Yeah, for sure. I, I have a feeling if at some point they're all going to break and we're going to get that from a lot of different characters. Well, and it makes it, it makes us see that what Wanda will even, okay. Whether Wanda's doing it or not, whatever's going on is wrong. That's it makes it realize that because there's this guy who his dad's dying and he wanted to call his sister and all this stuff's and who every individual probably has something like that going on. So it's, and that's why it makes like, even though the, the director, the perm or the temporary director of sword is like a douche, it makes him right though. She can't do this. It's not, it's not right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Our fourth guest is officially here. Uh, Let's bring him in to talk some WandaVision with us. Mr. Uh, Brian Avalicino has finally guest. joined us. <laughs> guest? Who's this guest? A special guest. Calling What's up, in. man? Uh, 
living the dream. Um, so you came in at a great time because perfect. We, uh, we just moved on from a couple different things. We talked about the office of vision, but we're actually now officially on the drone scene. Um, okay. We are at the drone moment in this episode. Uh, Monica, you know, she makes the she makes this kind of like realization that oh, I wonder if I can fly something in from that time era. Right? They find a 1980s drone. Cool moment. It actually says Stark Industries on it. Nice little cameo there for Mr. Oh, nice. Stark. I didn't um, notice that. But uh, yeah, so they get a 1980s drone. They fly it in, and they find Wanda and the kids. Um, and then the drone goes dark, and little. And then here we go. We see Wanda come shooting out aside the hex, and all chaos breaks loose between these characters. Um, it's a different Wanda. It's a darker Wanda. It's not the Wanda we came to know recently in the MCU. Um, she's in her outfit. She's full blown broken outside of the television world, if you will. Um, you know, all the guns are pointed at her, and then she pulls a mind trick. Uh, she it, it confirms she can control minds in the MCU, uh, and all the guns start pointing at the director. Um, let's let's break this scene down a little bit, man. Uh, Gio, what do you think? I really wish she would have done something to that director. That, <laughs> but mm. <laughs> have we already speculated about the director? Not yet. We were going to do a little bit at the oh. end, so good time. Well, I mean, I, that shows me that she's not evil, though. That she's not fully evil, though. No, so. but they're pressing her buttons, you know, mm -hmm. and and maybe she can't help it a little bit, you know. Like I, I still think that there's something, there's a power, a higher power than Wanda, that's helping all of this uh, happen right here, right now. That's why. You know, Wu and uh, Darcy and others are like, wait, she's not all bad. You know, she's she's somebody that the Avengers grew to trust very quickly. But as far as that moment, I mean, that's just bad. She just walked out of the damn hex and was like, look what I can do. OK, don't fuck with me because, yeah, exactly. They're poking that bear. And you know what? It's only going to get worse. And. That's all I will say because I was about to go back to the sneak peek, but I won't. <laughs> uh, Mr. Bartley. I This is my favorite moment in the whole entire show so far when she comes out with that drone and says, is this yours? And throws it. And I love that her accent is back. And it I shows us that too. she yeah. is covering it up just to fit in. Well, she started losing it a little bit in the Avengers movies. And then it's like fully gone in the show. And I love that because she's just covering up, you know, her past in a way. And that was just amazing. Amazing. Stacey, called the hex, not the bubble. Love that scene. <laughs> uh, Brian. Yeah, she, uh, she is a badass. Although I don't, I didn't take the turning the guns as mind control. I thought she just moved the guns and like they didn't she, have. I, I wanted to talk about this because. Obviously, it seems like she's controlling the whole town, right? Which would mean that she has mind control over them. The only thing that I will say that counters that is if you go back and watch that scene, there's a red her in eyes head, turn red. Yeah. And that's controlling because those are her powers. Why wouldn't that show up inside the actual hex itself? I mean, I, I don't doubt that she can do that type of stuff. They said she's a telepath. Well, and which... what, I, what I'm getting at is that what, what I'm saying is that that is a big reason why I don't think she's actually controlling the hex anymore. Because I, think she, I think whatever is doing whatever to her, it's increasing her powers to the point where she can't control it. And that's what's in. She's kind of like lost control. 
Like she has been able to suppress it, but something is doing something to her that she's out of whack. Her powers are just like I maybe that's why she's over. showing their her powers more and more is because she's having trouble controlling it. So yeah, so uh, that's what I think um, is going on. But there, there is one thing, and we can still talk about this. But there was one thing that happened before she came out, right before this, that I went. Ping, two. So I don't know if you want to skip that or not. Wait, right when she before she came out of the hex, before the alarm started going off. That go, go was ahead. Going, breach, go breach, ahead. breach, breach. Right, go ahead. Um, Maria said that um, Monica. She knows, huh? Is oh, it, sorry, Monica. Monica. Monica, sorry. Um, Monica says that she knows a brilliant uh, yes, aeros she, aerospace yes. engineer. Yes. Who's an aerospace engineer in the Marvel Cinematic World? Well, I should say Marvel Cinematic. And they the zoomed in on the phone, which is a big deal. If they wouldn't have zoomed in on the phone, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But they literally showed her texting someone. Who? Jacob? Geo? Do you know who is an uh, aerospace either engineer? Either Dr. Doom or Reed Richards or both of them. I, Reed Richards. I don't know. Yeah. I he think Doom was too at one point because that's why they they knew each other from going to school there or something. I'm they all kind of have a background in that type of field. Yeah, it's ma mainly Reed Richards. Yes, uh, but Doom has been portrayed because they work side by side with each other. So yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. The second I heard that, I went. Excuse me. Yeah, like, like I I was like. That, that, that could, not, be, could be very similar to the Doctor Strange drop in Winter Soldier, where it's just a tease yeah. for something mm -hmm. that's coming. Just like a, a nice little nod, and he'll show up eventually down the road, but it's mm -hmm. not like it's going to happen in this show. Um, but if it does happen in this show, like, my God. Well, if she, if she is referring oh. to that specific person, that means a lot of theories are kaputty. I just had, I just had a massive realization. So... Elizabeth Olsen's been talking about how there's a Luke Skywalker X cameo in this show, like there was in The Mandalorian. What if it's Reed, Richard, Reed Richards? I mean, uh, if John Krasinski was talking about this episode, though, or no? No, no, no. I, no, she was talking about the show in general. Like at some point, there's a cameo that's well, on the level of Luke Skywalker. She was referring to this episode, though. No, I like, think so. no. I think she's actually talking about someone physically showing up. Like if John Krasinski walks in and goes, "Hey, I'm Reed Richards," I will lose. Yeah, and my shit. And I don't think, and I don't think she was talking about Quicksilver at the end of this episode. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, I, I mean that's I pretty big, though. It is big, but Reed Richards would be a Luke Skywalker esque yeah. cameo. But it would have to be one of the old Reed Richards, right? Like, uh, see now, I think not necessarily. necessarily. I have a feeling. So, and I we could be theorizing off something that has no importance, <laughs> but um, my thought process when I like immediately the wheel started turning was okay, if it's if it is Reed Richards, one that means that he all the theories of they got trapped in the multiverse, all that they've that the fantastic that everything we've been around, talking about, <laughs> all that stuff gets shot out the window. That means that these, the fantastic four might, I'm starting to think that the Fanta fantastic four are going to be like built coming forward. Yeah. Like, I don't think they gonna, have their powers yet. 
either. I don't. I think it's going to start from the ground floor up. Here, here's an interesting thing to keep in mind too, because we're talking about Reed Richards possibly, like if he was in fact this person that that Monica is texting. Um, who who directed all the Spider-Man movies for Marvel? No, for Marvel. Oh, for John Who's directing yeah, the Fantastic Four movies? John Watts. Yeah. Who's what? Which 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 threequel is heavily connected to both WandaVision and Doctor Strange Two? Yeah, Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's interesting. <laughs> Wait, you think Spider Man's gonna show up? No, 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 no. But that it's connecting to Spider Man Three. So, the new, so, the, so essentially, what you can see is that WandaVision, Doc Two, and Spidey Three are almost like a trilogy. I think it's going to be a new Reed Richards, though, a new actor playing Reed Richards. Oh, 100 percent. It's going to be there. If I mean, again, this could have literally meant nothing, but if they yeah, do they start this, again. <laughs> yeah, if they do start this, you're probably, and I think it's a smart idea. It's been long enough. Build the Fantastic Four from the ground up. Yeah, which that, I mean, I'm, cool with I'm that, not actually. opposed to because I mean, Fantastic Four is going to probably become a huge entity into mm-hmm. the MCU since you've taken out Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, like you've oh, taken yeah. out a bunch of heavy hitters. So, Fantastic Four is going to be a pretty big. And necessity franchise, not to mention what happens with Black Panther, because that was going to be, I mean, they'll still do stuff, but T'Challa was clearly going to be some big head of Marvel going forward. Fantastic Four is going to have to be big. If Fantastic Four falls flat on its face, like they're going to have a problem. So, I mean, I'm I'm starting to think Fantastic Four is going to be built from the ground up and it's not going to be oh, we've been trapped in the quantum realm for 40 years. Yeah, and I, mean, I don't know. I could see them doing like a Reed Richards cameo, but or that was just the reference. And then we're going to see it later on. What if we see him in Captain Marvel 2 with with Monica? That And now yeah. if this was the reference to him, then we know that he she knows him. So that would make sense to me. Yeah, I... I guarantee you the seeds are already starting to be planted for Fantastic Four. Like, they they already know how they're bringing them in. They know what they're going to do with it because, like I said, Fantastic Four needs to be kind of close to perfect. You're on, you had the first franchise, eh, second franchise. Eh. This is like you're like, okay third time this better work otherwise this is a goodbye franchise so i i, I don't know we are going way probably i think foggy's gonna be very careful with that movie very exactly. careful and in so a good way in a good way yeah so to me honestly after i heard that i kind of like didn't ignore everything else but i was like <laughs> uh, uh, uh. brian was not even paying attention just thinking about <laughs> i just oh, i mean lady. i loved it's funny though because when she did come out of the hex acting like a complete badass. Like I was kind of like, you know, she would kind of be a dope ass villain. Like just even, even if it wasn't herself, like in control, like just the powers alone, like that's going to be nuts. I mean, they made it a point to say she was about to take Thanos out on her own until he pulled the blitz. And that, I mean, it's different when we've 
and people like Feige, whoever has said it outside of the MCU, they said it in continuity now. Yeah. She so, is, she's, the, she's the strongest Avenger, period. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she might even just be the strongest character in the well, universe. Right that, now. That's what I mean, though. Like, most when I say Avenger, I do mean basically yeah. the entire MCU. So, so it's her, I mean, Captain Marvel, the two and Thor, the three of them are, are like the big cheeses. Yeah. Also, with this, ew, excuse me, bug. Um, <laughs> they, they, I, I took it as this. I could be wrong. They kind of confirmed that. I'm gonna kill. There we go. Uh, I the twins are real. Yeah. That like they're not going away. When this is over, they are gonna be around. Yeah, Monica. Monica said every basically everything in there is real. The kids are hers. They're hers. So that's kind of huge because we were like, oh, she. People have been saying, including some of us. I've been saying she's going to go ape shit when everything goes away and her kids aren't there anymore. Oh no. Like they're going to be there and they're going to be involved coming in the future, which makes me somewhat think maybe these shocking cameos or whatever could be actors playing those kids in a way. I don't think that they're going to be Luke Skywalker level. Which I almost kind of hate that she said that in the first place. Well, somebody asked her the question like that, and she just said, yeah. Like, she didn't say that. I I wish she would have just said, like, I don't know, maybe. Because, like, I I can already hear it now. That person wasn't on the level of Luke Skywalker. Like, who gives a You know what? Someone's going to come in that you're going to be like, yeah, it's 100% (laughs) going to be you. And so... uh, that's why I'm. I kind of hate. Well, no, but that's not fair. That that's not gonna be fair when they criticize the show because it wasn't as big as Luke Skywalker. The reporter asked her the question that way. So anyone who says that is just not paying attention. I already think I know who it is. We'll save that for a later episode, because um, we do have to get back to this at some point. Um, okay, so after the uh, the actually real quick, I want to read your streamlabs that actually did come in. This is from Mister uh, uh, Brandon Buckingham. And he simply says, when Wanda leaves the Hex to return to the drone was so intense, the look on her face was legit terrifying. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of the moment we've been waiting to see from, because we've been theorizing that she's going to kind of be a bad guy, right? That was like her bad guy moment in the show so far. Like, she, mm-hmm. like that was very, very villain-esque the way that that was handled. Can you imagine if she would have actually killed the director? Yeah, that would have been crazy, man. I mean, that... They should have did it. But see, I think the reason is because they're still holding on to that. Well, if she would have done that, then it would have been all-out war to yes. take down the bubble or the hex. Because they made it very clear a couple times saying, like, she could have killed me, but she protected me. She could have done this, but she protected me. And that's another example of it. Like, when she got uh, uh, Monica Rambeau got launched out of the thing, she says... She could have killed me, but she protected me. Mm-hmm. She could have killed this dude, but she did it. She warned him. So, and plus, this guy, I mean, he acted on his own. He tried to throw a missile at her face. So, I and, he, and he says, he says the missile was a precaution. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this guy. I hate him. Okay. All right. Let's get back. Let's get back on track here. So, the next scene that happens after the drone is uh, oh, wait. Back- also, one, one quick thing. 
Maria or Monica did not like the Captain Marvel that part too when they mentioned her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were I think we were just talking about that before you came on. Oh, did we? Okay, sorry. We think that like she's maybe mad at her for leaving or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, I think she's mad that she wasn't there when her mom died. Yeah, like that type of situation. Um, okay, so the next scene that happens after the drone is back inside the hex, and we're inside the house, and it's towards the end, uh, and it's just uh, Wanda and Vision. Or excuse me, before that happens is the yard scene where Sparky unfortunately passes away from eating poisonous leaves, um, and they're talking it's about death and bringing him back, and and we have Agnes there. We got the two kiddos. Vision walks up at one point, and the kids are basically saying bring him back. You're talking about family and he's part of the family. Bring him back. And Wanda's saying, you know, we, we can't reverse death no matter how sad it is. It's not right. It's not something we can do um, with Agnes talking there. And she's like, you can do that um, again, playing into the whole fact that like, they're not keeping things from her. Um, Brian, since you haven't been able to talk about Agnes too much on this episode and we've kind of dived into it. what did you think about this, this scene and the whole reverse death, Agnes in general and everything that kind of happened? Okay, see, I see everyone saying Agnes killed the dog. I don't think he, she killed the dog. Oh, no, I don't think that happened either. Because no. I, I know Samir said it, and I heard Goddard and uh, Alex, uh, Alex Marzonia said it last night. A bunch of people have said that the dog kill, was killed. I, this could just be me, but, like, my mom, when we had pets, like, she always had azalea flowers, and she always used to say, like, don't let the animals go near the azaleas. Don't kill them. So like when I heard that, I was like, oh, the dog literally just ate the azaleas. Uh, but um, the thing that caught my attention is when Agnes went, you can do that. Yeah. Like it was kind of like it wasn't so much like, oh, you can do that. It was kind of like you can do that. Mm -hmm. Like it was almost like interested. Um, I. I love Agatha. I love Catherine Hahn playing her right now. She's fantastic. She's like kind of the best, one of the best parts of the show right now, in my opinion. Uh, every time she so shows up, I'm like, oh crap, something's about to happen. Um, and she's fully aware of what's going on. She has her consciousness. I don't think there's any mm -hmm. doubt about this right now. And I and I think Scarlet. Well, I shouldn't say Scarlet Witch because they she doesn't have her name yet, Brian. I know, I know. Uh, Wanda. <laughs> Kind of, I think Wanda in a way almost kind of knows and she doesn't care. Well, yeah. In the Because in the kitchen, she made the collar the and Vision's like, yeah. uh, what the hell? Well, not just, not just that, but because you, you weren't here for this, but uh, the beginning when she's like, you want to run it back? Should I do that again? Yeah. So she's aware of what's going on to some extent. I still think Ralph is probably the actual villain that we'll see at the end um i think ralph's in a kind of like using agnes as his Ag oh. agnes Ag agatha as his like yeah i pawn in a way like kind of reporting back to him type thing is um, yeah and so i'm curious she we're gonna. I have a feeling going forward, uh, Agatha's gonna start to be more and more present. Like she was in it a couple times this episode, and I mean, well, she kind we, of we knew the early, but she shows up when the kids are around, and the kids are around a lot more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, she didn't mind that the kids phased. They almost phased again in front of her, and she was just like, 
whatever. So I, I think, I think she, Agnes is being held down. Ag, Agatha, sorry, abbreviated as Agnes. Um, no, she she's called Agnes in the show. I know, but her I mean, supposed to be Agatha. They haven't confirmed yeah, but, that yet. It hasn't been revealed yet that she's called Agatha. So she's called Agnes. Agnes. Yeah, <laughs> whatever, but. Um, yeah, I I think I think she's I think she's a good character, but being controlled by manipulated yeah. somehow. She's she being has, manipulated. There's something that she wants, and and she has to do this for whoever's in control to get that. I think I'm starting to think, starting to honestly think that someone wants Wanda to bring it a dead character dead character back and that's that's what's going on because i mean there so far that's been kind of a a thing like the dogs died wanted to bring him back visions died brought him back so like it's like mm, she created life it's kind of like this whole like life thing that has happened in every episode so i'm like Either someone wants someone created or brought back. Could it from be the dead? Huh? Could it be Ultron? Well, Ultron is a part of Vision still technically. Well, so, yeah, so because when Vision crushed him, um, in in Age of Ultron, uh, his parts essentially came became a part of Vision, just uh, on the good side. Well, yeah, and the part that they said. Uh, part of you is Ultron and part of you is Tony like that type situation. What if it's a literal thing? Part of him is Ultron. I don't think we're done. Ultron is too big of a character to have gone out that quickly and that easily. Yeah. In my opinion. I agree. Again, he is someone like vision where you bringing that character back to life is not that. Well, it was kind of vague how he died too. We just see vision kind of like, I, I always thought that he locked him away in like cyberspace, like in a way. That's why yeah, I always. I, I just think that it's it's not out of the realm to bring someone like Vision back to life. He's not human. Ultron. Yeah, I don't know who it is Samir either. Uh, Ultron. Not out of the realm. He's not alive. He can be brought back to life. It's it's not as crazy as bringing. Black Widow back or Tony Stark or these humans that had a full on death. They are not humans. They're cyborgs, essentially. So I don't know. I think well, someone's I, I think trying to bring earlier, someone back. I, I think it's all about the kids. Like, I think somebody wants her children. Yeah. And and they want I them. I think someone wants grown. her creating life, creating people. Yeah. So, I mean, that's her kids, basically. But I think they want them fully grown so they can use their powers at full capability somehow. Probably. Going to be very interesting. Um, let's get to the final scene here that happens in the episode. So, after the scene with Agnes uh, and the kids uh, on the street with the dog, they get back to their, their house. And Vision and Wanda are there basically in an argument, cleaning up a little bit. And they're talking. And Wanda doesn't want, anything with, doesn't want to do anything with it. Uh, she doesn't. You know, she basically says, I can end this episode right now. She rolls the credits and one of the best moments in the whole sitcom thing that's happening with the show, the credits are going while they're arguing and then they just stop. 
Um, it's so brilliant on their part. But anyway, uh, they're talking. Vision is clearly, clearly um, conscious of a lot of things that are happening. He just doesn't understand why. He doesn't know why he doesn't remember anything before Westview. It's clearly being hidden from him that he that he had died, that who he was, what he was involved in. Um, and then some interesting words also come from Wanda, the fact that she says to him, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know who is doing this. I don't know of anything that's kind of going on around us. Um, and then the doorbell rings. and She's like, that wasn't me. Like, that's clearly not me. And it's kind of confirmed because, lo and behold, we get the cameo that we've heard so much about. And it is Evan Peters' Quicksilver. Um, his version of Pietro is back. And uh, to me, that is saying that Wanda isn't controlling it um, mm -hmm. because she wouldn't have asked for that Pietro, obviously. Uh, it would have been Aaron Taylor Johnson's. Uh, and I know a lot of people are saying or were saying in the chat earlier, like, oh, vice for or what would you rather have Evan Peters, Aaron Taylor Johnson? I think there's a reason. There's a reason. It's because she's not the one controlling it. It's someone else controlling it. And that's why Evan Peters Quicksilver showed up instead of Aaron Taylor Johnson's Quicksilver showed up. Thoughts, gentlemen. Yeah, it makes sense. I think whoever put him there was like, shoot, okay, we need her brother there. The real one's dead. Let's just pull this one from this multiverse or something and bring him in there. I, I don't know. <laughs> See, I'm honestly not convinced yet that that's going to end up being the Fox Quicksilver. No, I don't think it will. I don't know if it will be either. I have a feeling that's the missing... Uh, what did he call him? Witness. Oh, under witness protection, that person. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that's uh, the witness they're looking for. And it's just a, a coincidence. Do you think they're Marvel just having fun? Like, oh, like yes. a little. Yeah. Like, let's cast uh, him as this character who's going to be why do that? Making it more confusing. You know, oh, I took it as, oh, the multiverse is here. Like, this is it. This is the start of the multiverse. But no, I agree with you, Gio. I think it is that Fox Quicksilver. I do. But he doesn't know what's going on either. Like, I don't think he knows. He's like, he's just like one of these characters in the in her world. Like, he doesn't know why he's there or what he's doing. He just so knows I, he has to play this role. I think it might be the monkey's paw situation. Where yeah. it, this came, this obviously came up in Wonder Woman, right? Wonder Woman, yeah, eighty four. Uh, I don't know if they made if someone made a deal with Wanda or if Wanda made a deal for something specific. I'm not sure that this would all got the, go out the window if that's not the case. But it might be a situation where she made a wish or she made a deal, and this is the consequence. It's not her actual brother, but someone intim uh, basically intimidate imitating him. <laughs> Um, and being a Quicksilver in this world, but she does, she knows that that's not her real Quicksilver or her real brother. Um, and someone's playing her, giving her her brother back, but it's not actually her brother. Uh, and it could be like the consequence um, or the one of many uh, happening down the road. But again, that would all be washed away if there isn't a deal that's made between her and someone else. Um, if she is being controlled by someone or if someone is controlling stuff from on the outside, um, it is interesting why it would be Evan Peters uh, and why they would use the specific words. Oh, they recasted him. Like, what does that mean exactly? Uh, but it does seem like Evan Peters is going to be involved in a, at least another episode heavily. He's going to be um, the Uncle Jesse in the Full House character. Yeah. Episode. Yep. I, who's the popsicle? That is so funny. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was huge, man. I couldn't did you guys like when you saw the hair, were you like oh, I knew right away? Years? Yeah. 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 I, I didn't think it'd be Aaron Taylor Johnson. I, I never thought it would be. Well, even when they show the footage in Sokovia of them protesting, they, they could show out. Wanda and they, they don't out. Yeah. put I think they need permission from the actor to use them again at all. And he probably wasn't involved. I'm, I'm sure i'm sure it just came down to him probably not wanting to come back for just like cameos yeah exactly right not a full role like just, he's, he's like i you guys killed me like why would i want to come back yeah. well, i mean he knows that he was gonna die when he took the role right. when you sign up yeah. no yeah. i know but but his mcu time is what almost eight years old already it's like why come back you know every time i watch that i actually like him too in that role me too yeah i want i i, like I would rather both. have yeah, I but would I would rather have, have Aaron Taylor Johnson because he's the real brother in this universe. So, I, well, I just personally yeah. like him better. It's going to be interesting that the ramifications of of this Pietro and it not being her actual lookalike brother from from the actual universe. And again, we, we have to also think: How does this play into the whole multiverse thing? Like, does this open the multiverse? Is this just like a small part? Like, like what is going on? You know, I'm curious to see how he reacts with the kids. That I feel like is going to tell a lot. Mm, true. Um, yeah. I think it does somehow because we know this is, I mean, we speculate that this is leading to the multiverse just because of what we know. But, and I think if you think about it, Spider-Man far from home happens way after this chronologically in the storyline. So, I think J. Jonah Jameson being there is possibly another effect of the multiverse somehow, maybe. And maybe there's like different characters just randomly throughout the world replaced with somebody else. Stacy here says, uh, my theory is Evan Peters Quicksilver because Wanda seeing her actual brother would be too much for it handle because she didn't get to say goodbye to him in Age of Ultron. Well, that's a good point. And also she doesn't, you could tell she's confused. She like knows it's him, but it, not him like in a way so well i mean the hair yeah <laughs> who has that hair <laughs> yeah so i i don't know i'm um, i does quicksilver dye his hair or does that is that a result of his powers <laughs> i don't think it's ever actually said i give me and i know you said don't speculate if the doorbell rings and I see a gray-haired Michael Fassbender, I will lose my fucking mind. Magneto? Yeah, Magneto. I will start <laughs> screaming and running around. Like, probably outside. Crazy. Like, I... Would it, would, it have been, would it have been a bigger deal if it was Magneto? Yeah. I oh, think 100%. So. You yeah. think? 100%. Because she, she probably wouldn't know who he is, right? No, but if I'm um, well, unless he goes, unless she goes, dad. Well, it could be another like, thing where it's her dad, but it, it's not doesn't look like her real. Well, dad. we've never seen her. What her parents? Well, they look say like. her parents' names in this episode. Yeah, at the yeah. beginning when they're talking about it. Mm -hmm. So, but you yeah. never know. It could be a situation where, like, I gave you guys up for adoption or something when yeah. <laughs> when you were first born, and those weren't your real parents. Boom! There you go. I would lose my mind. Okay, so real quick, we have two things to cover really quickly because that's the end of the episode. Um, we have to talk about two things. We have to talk about the commercial real quick. 
Um, well, also, and also the fact that they almost, Vision and Scarlet Witch almost fought each other. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. It was it was in the moment of Vision trying to figure things out about. You know, I like the part where she goes, "You, uh, he's like, you can't control me." And she's like, "Really?" Oh, yeah. Paul Bettany was trying great to, in that scene trying, when he started yelling yeah. at her. He was great yeah. in that scene. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Um, I just love it. So we got to talk about the commercial with the paper towels. Um, the, the yeah, the the Lagos paper towels. Uh, and then we obviously have to talk about it. I know, Brian, you want to talk a little bit about the director, which we can go over quickly. Um, uh, so let's talk about the commercial real quick because, and I know Brian and I saw this on Twitter, and it's very interesting um, about the commercial so far in the season. I know you saw this. Oh, I saw you mean what um, Nerd Chronic put out? And so, so far, yeah. uh, they've been saying that the commercials are the Infinity Stones with the soap being the tesseract it you have phase being uh the the power or not the power stone the reality stone um <laughs> the right mind stone being the toaster because of uh what's Vision's his called the toaster uh well no and uh strucker because he had the mind stone um oh, yeah. and then uh what was the what was the last one uh the watch being the time stone the watch being the time stone um and that means we have yet to get the power stone and the soul stone and I feel like the soul stone is going to be saved for last because that might be the kids. <laughs> oh, damn. I just like the, the, what is, I don't know what the exact word was made an accident and you can't clean it up or something. The line. And it was like a slap in the face to her throwing the, Oh, the civil uh, war thing. The in civil war. I was like, damn. Like that was rough, and then they hey, called. And those the paper towels weren't even working that well, man. It was <laughs> no <laughs> pushing it. Crap yeah, around. Uh, it's a very interesting yeah. theory, though that that they're connected to the Infinity Stones. Hey, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll buy anything Nerdchronic puts out. So I mean, and came all, it's out. also connecting to all the traumatic events in her life too. Yeah, like yeah. all the big moments that have happened. So. Yeah. Well, I mean. The the loosest one would be the toaster, but Vision has been called a toaster. So it's like Well, that blinking light was supposed to be like that Stark bomb. The bomb yeah, yeah going off. And it was so, a Stark Industries toaster too. Yeah, I'd be curious to see how they incorporate the power stone. That could be the interesting. Power stone's gotta come next. Yeah, the soul. St we still barely know jack crap about the soul stone. We don't know like, anything about the soul stone. We we don't know a single thing about the soul stone. Yeah, we literally just know that like you have to sacrifice someone mm. to get the stone. That's it. Like that's literally all we know about it. Interesting. So, I mm, it's going to be something about the kids don't have souls yet. <laughs> that's like fun. they're just creations, and then. It's it's wild. Um, all right, let's shift gears to the director real quick because I know Brian wanted to bring something up or or say something about him, right? Yeah, that guy's an asshole. I can't. <laughs> say, he, I was I was kind of going like, do it when she was had the guns pointed on him. I think he's a scroll. I hundred percent think he's a scroll. Like a, a bad I, scroll. Yes, I'm like almost. They, I don't have very much proof. But I'm like so convinced that he's a scroll already. Like he's just like all about like what an evil scroll would like kind of be like if they had control of this organization. Like 
he's locking everything down. Like, and so he wants to take her out. I don't know. I just think she, I don't know why I have this feeling calling it now that he's a scroll. So that would, I mean, it would fit tying in sword with captain Marvel and all that stuff too. I will, I will just, I'll, uh, I'll disagree, but I'll throw out my own theory. I think he might be Ralph, AKA Mephisto. Yeah. The only thing I have is that why would Mephisto, Mephisto be on the outside and not no, know? No, why would he try to a missile at Wanda trying to like get her to turn evil to, to antagonize her? Maybe. I don't know. I, I all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Right. I now. like, I mean, I, that would be cool. I think he's just a douchey director. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm calling it right now. Scroll. That's what I'm thinking. Head of Very the organization. Possible. There you go. I don't know. That's that's rough. She would get in some deep shit if she did that. Not if he's just, a bad dude. Not not if he's he's bad. You can't just kill the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. and be like, sorry. Sword, sword, sorry. Sword, sorry. Um, but yeah. Okay. Oh. Did, before, I miss, are we done with that one? I yes. have one thing that I actually really, really, really want to talk about. And that was like, I'm just, pushing my guy out the door so I can make sure I could bring it up, which I don't know if you guys already did or not. Um, Monica Rambeau's a hundred percent already has her powers. Yeah. We talked already, about you talked about this briefly. Okay. Yeah. But why do you think so? Because the, the oh, x-ray the came back blank yeah. and her powers literally cancel out like yeah. beams of light and stuff. Ah. And what is an x-ray? So the question is, did Wanda give her powers on accident or did she already have them before the show started? No, I think Wanda shot. Yeah, that, that's why like, when she got when yeah. she got blasted out of the hex that she got her powers. Yeah, she won. It, like there they literally made it a point to go like, look at her x-rays. It's blank. <laughs> and you're like, but, okay. but, but what we're saying is that she doesn't know she has powers, correct? No, she okay. doesn't know yet. She doesn't know. Like that. Do you think they'll just... see them used in this show or they'll wait for Captain Marvel 2? Uh, I think she'll use him in the show at some point. Maybe she might un maybe like she'll unbeknownst to her, like, like yeah, tap into like one like, part of her powers or something. The director. So uh, yeah, but she a hundred percent has powers now. Uh, you cannot convince me otherwise. <laughs> how how does an X-ray come back blank like that? And even they the characters went like how what? And then when she was like, Can I have your blood? She's like, No. So like yeah, she a hundred percent has the powers that she will eventually become a character in this world. I don't know what they'll be use her for, but she'll. I mean, they even said something. I forgot what the context was. Um, something about fa uh, Fastos or whatever, and I was like, "There's another one." Like they were strongly hinting at our photon, photon energy. That was what it was. Yeah. Her, well, her nickname is photon. Exactly. Yeah. Her it was all like in one photon. Yeah. The yeah. X-ray was blank because she, her powers manipulates light and all that. And like, yeah, she hundred percent is getting powers in this or has them right now. And the infinity yeah. stones caused so much stuff to happen. They gave Marvel her powers, Wanda, her powers. It's crazy. So yeah, that was the one thing that I like went like, Oh, sh 
that that's a clue. Not a hundred percent happening. This chick's getting powers. Like expect to see her in the future. I think she'll be a big part in Captain Marvel too. Yeah, for sure. Well, she's co-starring. She's co-starring. No, uh, I know, but I meant like maybe been like some like second lead, maybe. I think she. Yeah. I think she, I, I. I personally think she'll probably be a Secret Invasion as well, the TV show. Um, yeah. So, because uh, she's gonna be a bi- she's gonna be a big part of Sword. Um, all right. Well, I think that's gonna wrap up today's rewind, everybody. Uh, we we dived into as much as we possibly could. To everyone who had watched uh, live, you guys rock. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us on this Friday again. If this is your first time. There's a couple people in the chat that I've seen with the very first time. Yeah, uh, we do this every Hello, Friday. Friends. Um, every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on the channel, we're breaking down WandaVision for about an hour or so. Uh, we also do this for Star Wars shows, um, and we'll eventually do it for DC when they do their shows as well. Uh, we, we have the Fandalorian Club, which is our Star Wars version of this show, um, and the Bad Batch will back in two weeks. And then we'll be doing uh, this for all the Marvel shows, including uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, Hawkeye, etc. Um, and we do this Fridays right here on this channel. You guys can come in and ask questions, talk to us, uh, leave your theories, and we'll definitely break it down. But uh, for now, that is us covering episode five of WandaVision. Uh, we're halfway, halfway through, officially halfway done with the season. Um, we have four, possibly five more, because there is a rumor about a 10th episode that might get dropped. I think um, we're sticking with nine right now. Um, so we have four weeks left, and it is about to get crazy. Uh, so we're very excited. A lot of cool stuff talking here. But again, to everyone watching, thank you guys so much. Make sure you're checking us uh, out, not just here on YouTube, um, but also on Twitter at Apocalypse Movies. Um, you guys can follow us for all the kind of information uh, regarding our shows. We also do a main show, movie show on Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. Pacific right here, Apocalypse Now, uh, breaking down everything that is movies as well as fantasy drafts and watch along, stuff like that. Check it out. And then, uh, yeah, so again, thank you to everyone for joining us. For Brian, Geo, Jacob, and myself, We are Apocalypse Movies. This is the Marvel Rewind. Thank you again, and we will see you guys next week.